This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Do you need to learn something? Yeah, I do. I need to learn. I have um, the first, I learned the first bit. It's a... the great stuff about, you know, the best thing about learning boy band songs and uh, girl band songs is they're like ad jingles, so they're really easy to learn. You didn't learn Maniac though, did you? That's because it's really hard to learn. There's not a lot, so many. When you're sober, you can't do it. No one can do mm. Maniac when they're sober. I know, but the girl band songs are really easy. I'll ha- um, what's the, I'm the wolf today. Hey, 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 hey. hey. I'll huff, I'll puff. I'll huff, I'll puff, I'll blow say you, you will, away. Say, say you won't, say you do what I won't. Say you will, say it's true. Say la vie. You skipped a line there. Oh, did I? Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'll get the rest of it, so I'll learn it. I'll learn it in time. I learned it to ditch it. I will learn it before the night is true. Dublin Podcast episode. 13. Lucky 13. Unlucky for some, but lucky for some. Just to say, every Wednesday we release our podcast. It comes out every single Wednesday. It's available on SoundCloud and it's available on iTunes. On iTunes, go and subscribe. Give us some likes because it's amazing because we chart really, really well. And like 1,500 people have listened to to, to just one of the episodes because I can see it on SoundCloud I can't see oh, it through iTunes so. oh you can't see the amount of listens on iTunes can you not no know? can't I'm sure you can I'm sure there's um, but yeah so there you go so hello and uh, thank you for all of your tweets yes but loads of tweets before we even start uh, at Suzanne4FM or at PJ Gallagher you can tweet us which is really really good um, but there's loads of people just send us loads of different tweets and they make me like they tweet about the stuff that we talk about Um and we got a tweet because last week we talked about Mickey pictures. Oh, yeah. P- men that send their pictures. Of their, oh, sorry, I'm eating a banana. Men that send pictures of their willies to women when yeah. it's unwarranted or unwanted. Yeah. And then PJ just gave a rundown generally of if you want to send a picture of your willy to a woman, you know, or another man. Um, just, you know, some general house rules about lighting, getting, you know. Shade. And you shoot from the top so it doesn't look chubby on the bubby. Uh, so you know you need it's like any other selfie yeah a really selfie should have just as much thought and care in it just your general bits and pieces uh, so to follow on from that uh, I got a tweet that, well we got a tweet um, that basically was you're wrecking the place uh, from Damien Power hello to you and thank you so much but he just sent us a link called Dicture Gallery <laughs> and it's amazing it's an amazing there's people site. just dressing up their willies yeah it's a tumbler and it's uh, different people have put their willies on it but they've dressed them up as famous dictators of the world. Like, so there's a Hitler willy, there's a Mussolini willy, there's a Fidel Castro willy, but it's there's actually even a Stalin Fid- willy. F- Fidel Cockstroke. 
Oh yeah, yeah, they all have <laughs> so different names. They all names. have like penis inspired. So Benito <laughs> Mussolini. Um, but anyway, and it's like Donald the Donald Trump one. Donald the Dick Trump is brilliant. It's like a Willie with a little blonde hair on it and a little. Oh, suit. it's amazing! It's inspired stuff. It's inspired stuff. I have to say, some very handsome Willies in there too. Like you know what I mean? They've been well presented, Willies. There's a model. You know those hand models. There's eye models, neck models for certain jewelry companies. They're all really uh, fussy and specific about this stuff. Yeah. And whoever the Willie men are for uh, for this site, I commend you all. I commend you all on your on your sh- Willie shaping. That's not a pretty Willie. Ah, uh, you probably ha- you haven't been in enough sh- showers in the gym like I have. I've seen all kinds. That's another thing I don't get. What's that now? That you all to be like you play sports and whatnot, and you all just go around. You know, you all know what each other's willies look like. If exactly. I was to ask you about, I say I knew a friend of yours. I don't know, like let's call him John. Yes, I'd say to you. Johnny would be like, oh, John, Jesus, he's he's like a, what is it, what did they say? A baby's arm holding an orange or something. Holding I an don't apple know. or whatever, yeah. Whatever it is. And I, like, I just find that bizarre because if someone asked me, you know, to, to tell them what a friend of mine's vagina looked like, I, I just, I, I, you know, there's never, there's never a reason, nor a rhyme. To be in the shower, why do women don't get into the shower together after a gym rent? No. No. <laughs> Do you not? Co- contrary to how do you keep clean? We, we like, how do you go home? Singly. What do you mean singly? You know when you're in the we room. We singly by ourselves. How can you singly shower though? You're in a room. It's a big room. There's all different squirty pops on the top. You're all standing under each one. You're standing pretty much beside each other. So how can you singly do it? I don't pay anything it? communally. Like I'm not. I'm not part of a team. So I don't. I like any shower I have. The only person who may see me in the shower. Well, the two people who may see me in the shower would be my husband. Or if my son continues to bang on the bathroom door until my my husband will open the door and go, Mammy's there and he just goes, huh? and then walks back out. But if you were playing sport or when you went to the gym or when you were doing all those things, how did you shower? What did you do? Went home and did it. Just got home dirty. Yeah. Full of mud. I don't get it. Didn't I don't play get a lot what of sport, the hang up is. Fair, though. <laughs> I don't, sport? What's that? I don't get the hang up of it. I don't get the hang up Girls, of it. Girls, that's just the way we roll. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. There you go. Lads that have fun about it, you know. There you go. We wouldn't bring it up, like, obviously. You, you wouldn't just start chatting around, about like, it. hitting each other with towels and all like, oh, you. No. You see, that's the thing. You just oh. talk about normal stuff. But there is the fella that does be too in the nip. There's fellas who are too happy to be in the nip. Uh, like, they had to remove hair dryers from, I was going to say Donald Trump's gym, but it wasn't. It was uh, Ben Dunn's gym. That's removed the hair dryers because certain lads were so happy in the nude that they were like cocking a leg and using the hair dryers to dry their balls. So like you can imagine sitting there having a conversation with someone and he's like, yes, how are you? Come here. And his balls are jiggling like tonsils in a cartoon and everything's going all over. He's drying inside the legs. You hit a certain age and I'm almost there because I was in the gym last week and I suddenly realized I'm almost there. But you definitely hit a certain age where you start thinking, you know something? I've cared about what I look like for so long. I've looked at other people. I've, I've been self-conscious for so long. Now I'm in the gym. I'm in the nip. I'm going to enjoy it. See, I don't care what you think anymore. I am quite happy to have my balls at your eye level and ask you how long you've been in your apprenticeship. I don't care what you think. I'm making conversation. And you know, so it's just as rude for you to stare at my balls and not, and not listen to the questions as it is for me to be in the balls and to be asking you the questions. I see in my head that I, all I can think of is like balls, 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 balls. It's just, they're there dangling. It's hard to have. I used to be like that. The older I get, the less I care. Honest to God. I see elfillas in the gym. You know them real tanned elfillas? With the saggy asses. They're brilliant. With the saggy bums and the shaved pubes. And they've got a really like a leather belt. And they're just wandering around and they don't care what anyone says. And they know that the ticker's ticking over. They're working. It might be the only bit of peace to get all day. I'm all for it. And they're just hanging out in the nude. 
okay, I draw the line at the hairdryer, but everything else, it's a go for thing. I'm all for it. I, I totally support it. I'm aiming for it. Snow white hair, fake tan, shaven willy, little bit of a belly, leather belt willy, and just ro- ro- rocking around the gym. Your ass has to be saggy as well. And, oh yeah, well I'm alright. I've, I've already accomplished <laughs> some of these things. That's the first on the list. It's already ticked off. And oh, chatting to brilliant. lads like I'm just met them in the park. Do you, you put your leg up and be like, all right. Yeah, it's you know what I'm talking. You know the pose I'm talking about. No, you, I'll show it to you. Oh god, this pose. So you're in the gym and you're like that. You know, no this one. That's Why would you have your leg up on something you in do. the gym with your balls hanging? Because it's everything dries. I feel, I feel it got too far. Everything dries. You see this arch here, right? See from the left knee under there. Do you know, I'm right. actually going to take a picture just so we can tweet this, just so people are fully aware of what the arch so is. So everything dries. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So this is all drying now. It's unsuffocated. It's like if you have a sweaty armpit and you lift your arm in the air. It starts to dry off. Mm. So that's what it, that's the crack. Anyway. Right. Do you know what I miss? Yes, go on. Talk to me. After all the nonsense of the beginning <laughs> there. <laughs> I cancelled my Facebook again this week. Right? Sorry, I thought you'd, yeah, I thought you'd blocked me. The amount of people who have said to me this week. I thought week, we'd fallen out. I was yeah. like, well, he's some shitbag, isn't he? The I don't want to people... be your friend on Facebook. It's the <laughs> ultimate. <laughs> you know, people have sent me messages this week on Instagram or Twitter and all saying, oh, see, you blocked me on Facebook. That was nice of you, you son of a bitch. I'm only your sister. Uh, well, I haven't blocked anyone. I just cancelled the page. I can't do it anymore. I can't. I remember a time. I remember a time. I think it was around 2006 and seven and eight. Maybe even it stretched into 2009 where the internet was for people that wanted to be nice to each other. I remember it. And I miss MySpace like I miss an old friend. I miss it. Is I want to go back. there? Yeah, but nobody else is there. I went to MySpace <laughs> once recently and there was a couple of broken windows and squatters. There was a couple of junkies in the corner. <laughs> you know, there was shit everywhere. Hello? Uh, yeah, the alarms were going off and no one gave a shit. You know, the guards don't even respond to calls on MySpace anymore. So I was like, okay... But I miss it. Oh, God, I miss those times where people just were supportive on the internet and not judgmental. And I, and it was definitely a thing. I remember going on to MySpace in the early days. And do you remember how the way it used to be? The, there was like the little profile picture. As soon as you came onto someone's page, their favorite song started playing. I, so instantly, I wasn't really on MySpace. Oh, though. it was fantastic. All the, all the maniacs were in Bebo. Like it was a really clear divide. That's where I was. So you decided. Am I going to be an asshole today? Yeah, I might be. I'm going to go to Bebo. Am I going to go and be generally supportive of people? Yeah, my space it is. And now it's just, the lines are drawn. Everything's like convulsed. It's like Game of Thrones, but the wall came down. The wall came down. Now there's no clear divide. Now nobody can go anywhere for, for unanimous support from their friends or from their family. And it's, everybody's so judgmental. And now they've got this new... Uh, this is what kind of finally drew the line for, on, it for where, me. What was Have the you seen this line? stick man meme that's going around? This is Bill. Oh, I've painted my hole with Bill. Bill likes to go to the gym and do weights. But Jim doesn't post pictures of himself. Bill. Be like Bill. Or this is Bill. Bill likes to go to dinner with his girlfriend, but doesn't take pictures of his food. They enjoy their food and they go home. Be like Bill. I'm like, do you know something, Bill? If I ever met you, you stick man, little shit brain, I'd choke your stick out. I would choke your little stick, Mickey. So I'd stick your little stick, Mickey, up your little stick man crack so far, you judgmental little condescending internet meme matchstick little motherfucker, that I would ruin your life forever. This is, let people be what they want to be on the internet. Let them be what they want to be on the internet. Remember a time when we didn't care? Someone yes. would say something on the internet and we'd go, you're right. And even if 10,000 of us agreed with it, it didn't suddenly make it uncool or annoying. We just didn't give a shit. I, I, I'm all for, I think we need to go back to MySpace. Everybody, please, I'm begging you, cancel your Facebook. Join me. 
as I launch a life into my space again. Follow me back in time. Be with me as we go back to a land that once was friendly. We can do it again. This is my Martin Luther King call to internet amnesty of not being an asshole to each other. I just, I just miss it. What's I don't know your, if I've um, gotten that point across. What's your MySpace account? A PJ. <laughs> I was that early on the internet. I could actually just have PJ. That's brilliant. I absolutely love it. Do but you know I wonder what? you're if right, though. Uh, yeah, I want. I wonder if I can relaunch it. Actually, I'll try. I'll try and do it today. But sorry, am I not right in saying that somebody like Justin Timberlake or something bought MySpace? Did somebody not buy MySpace? I don't know. I remember when you joined MySpace, you always had one friend. Yeah, the man who owned MySpace. Tom. Tom. Yeah. Tom was your buddy, right? Yeah. So oh, no matter what happened, you were always buddies with Tom. Yeah. And you Mark couldn't... doesn't do the same on Facebook. Mark just doesn't. just takes your money. Mark doesn't give a shit, man. Mark yes. doesn't give a shit. He screwed over his real friends. Never mind us lot. Exactly. And all our phony friends. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, we all remember the social network. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah. I know you, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I know you, you've pretending to give money away. Yeah, and this is the fella. bit that cracks me up on Facebook as well. It's like, at 12 o'clock tonight, Mark Zuckerberg is going to pick one person and he's going to give half of his fortune. If you don't put this up on your Facebook status, then you won't. I know, yeah. And it's never true. Like, it's never true. I'm sorry, but at what point that would you even question that it would be true? Like, But people do. People but copy that's the and worrying yeah. part. People do. They will copy and paste shit. Yeah. So I'm done. So I'm off. I'm out of Facebook. I totally agree with you. I'm out. I'm going to see how long I last away from it. I do love Twitter. I do love Twitter. I love Instagram. Instagram love is the Instagram. old Facebook, actually. Because I've never you never really see a lot of badness on uh, Instagram. People are generally supportive there. Uh, and Instagram is where I go to like people I've never met. And as the old saying says, Facebook is where I go to learn that I fucking hate my family and my friends. <laughs> kind of glad that we're not we're not friends um, anymore then on, on Facebook. I always like you, Suzanne Kane. You let me rant. You listen to my bullshit week after week after week. I, I, I mean, I literally, I, I've had four therapists tell me never to come back. And, and here we are 13 weeks later and you're still tolerating my shit. And I haven't even given you a penny. Yeah, actually, we need to talk. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> Your Instagram account is PJ Gallagher and mine is Suzanne4FM. Yes. Um, I love, I have to say, I'm getting really into Instagram. Don't really put much up on Facebook other than, oh, myself and PJ Gallagher tried to tag you, but you've blocked me. Um, have a new, have a podcast and have a listen. That's really all I put up. I put up like one picture of my son at Christmas. I do, I'm not the person who puts up, you know, people who shove it down your throat about their I'm pretend a- online lives. I know. I, like- I have no life online or like in real life. So I have very little to share. But Instagram, I can just take a picture of the sunrise, which I did this morning. Yeah, see, and Instagram is that place for people to say, and let me just say this, let me add this to it. I don't care about pictures of food on Instagram. I enjoy pictures of food on Instagram. When I see someone in a restaurant taking out their phone, taking a picture of their food, their dinner, I don't think, look at that wanker. I think... He's really looking forward to his meal. He's looked at his meal. He's thinking, I want to remember this mm. meal. This looks gorgeous to me. This looks gorgeous. And I don't care if it's a ripped up chicken, a bit of potato and some beans. That's my Sunday dinner. <laughs> that's me. Uh, every line well, that's what Instagram, I'm talking about then. But every line on my on my Instagram is taken up with, I need to probably see someone's taken up with food and alcohol. So my top line is my chicken dinner and the cocktails I had in Canara Kitchen, which were amazing. And then I had ice cream sundae that follows down to another cocktail. Follows down to another cocktail. So basic food. So but that's look, all, I, I live don't know. and let live. Yeah. Live and let live. If you don't like pictures of food, don't look at pictures of food. 
I don't, I don't get the whole getting upset at each other for things. Do you know that way? I just don't get it. We've been told that we're supposed to be upset about everything. I watched Dr. Phil the other day, right? For the first oh, well, time in a long time. I mean, come on. Gospel there. And uh, he it basically, this is kind of the media now. It's like distrust everyone because distrusting people and thinking people is an asshole, it sells. It sells. It's how you sell TV and radio to people. It is. Oh my god! Everyone's a knob, and once you say everyone's a knob, people are interested in it. Like Doctor Phil's unbelievable. He did this thing the other day, right? He did this thing. Okay. He did this fucking thing. Now, for a start, I know his audience are, are women. I know he's selling the show to women. I know that. I okay. understand that. Okay. But does he hates men so much yeah. that it's preposterous? Well, you've turned out the way you are because your father left. Oh no, it's not even that. It's like you know the way he does these checklists. Oh, oh the checklist. Fuck. He goes, Filled "Okay, list. we put together the top 5 uh things we've noticed in men who cheat on their wives." Now, this is the top 5. So, I want all the women out there who maybe have a suspicion to look at this list and tell me if your husband is doing or has any of these things. Number 1, does your husband have a penis? We found Every single man that cheats has, at one stage in his life, been in charge or in control of his own penis. So is that a thing? Two, does he know any other women in the world except for you? If he does, those are alarm bells right there. Number three, does he go to work in the morning and come home in the evening without explanation? I think we're getting somewhere. If you can follow, here's my friend. She wrote a new book, "How to Masturbate Freely and Not Be Embarrassed or Even a Little Bit Cagey About It." Catchy title. Her name is Minnie Fernuder, and uh, her book comes out on Friday. Fuck off, Doctor Phil. You are Minnie Fernuder. You're a pair of shite bags. You're saying shit that's just trying to scare women into thinking all oh, men. Anyone that owns a willy is a knob. Hello, Doctor Phil. Hi, it's Suzanne Gain. I've ticked. Three of those. Yeah, see, this is what happens. This is what happens. This is what they do. It's like when they say, you know, is there a serial killer around the corner? We know every serial killer we've spoken to likes bread and drinks water. (laughs) Like, you're just, it's such over general. I just see, I'd love to see a show actually called Dr. Filt. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be after hours. That'd be very good. Don't you understand? Every time you tell her, I want to kiss your face, all she wants to do is lick you in the ass. I don't know. Okay, I've lost okay, it. I lost it, I lost it. It always happens with you. It so you, take I push it, it too far. you take it to the next But anyway, level. my point was, yes. that's all my point, is that I, in the media today, if you're not giving out about someone or hating on someone, it's like it's almost not popular anymore. I want to I wanna go back to the MySpace days. I want to go back to the days where being nice to people was cool. Maybe I'm looking through rose-tinted glasses, but I actually do think there was a time like that. I We're genuinely encouraged, do. though, to be negative, right? Because I'm... And I, can I just point out, somebody tweeted using one of my tweets as an example of how social media uh, can <laughs> lure us in to, like... to. So, basically, Lidl... Yes. Um, had, ...did a very sneaky little campaign, right? So, they it did. just shows just how quickly idiots like me will buy into something, right? So... I'm sitting there and I see all these tweets coming up about a lady ball and I'm like Lady ball What is this shit? So I go in and I read that there's a press well the press release actually hadn't come out yet but that there's a Dublin an ex-Dublin star Jer Brennan Jer Brennan Yeah The famous no voter which was a master stroke of Lidl to get this guy involved So this Because ex- it made it believable But right? this is exactly the, that, that was the foundation for why I couldn't have given a shit about the light ball and that it was a girl. I just went, I'm sorry, anything that Jer Brennan endorses, I'm just like going, the man told us to vote no. We voted <laughs> yes in our 
that hundreds of thousands, we changed the face of the future of our country and our children. And Europe, the EU. I mean, it has a huge impact. Exactly. And we've changed the face of the world, basically. We did that. Our generation did that. And he said... Vote no. So then they give him this pink ball, which so I just went, well, it would make sense that he. So I tweeted saying, Outrageous. I, d- I just Did you said, get your full trade? I was it- like, and um, coming from the man who told us to vote no, uh, the lady ball, and I just said, Sort yourself out, dear Brennan. That's all I said. But now they're using, <laughs> they use my tweet. <laughs> as an example of how people are absolute idiots on social media. Oh, have Me. you been used? You're a demonstration idiot. Somebody, some man tweeted using my my tweet the other day oh, to say... Oh, you're a demonstration this is, idiot. Yeah. I'm so an, proud an, of an you. An American, an American no less, was like, this is how the power of social media and that... But they, like, I blame Lidl, right? Because they lured me in to going, Jerry Brennan, I actually wasn't even that negative about the lady ball. Do you know what I mean? I was a bit like, that's in, it's weird. I don't get it's it. It's ludicrous. But also, I think the use of the two girls with the stripper heels and shorts up their yeah, hoopadoops. Yeah, but it was so, when you find out what it was actually for, that it was... It's incredible. It was a great campaign. I think it's it was a, a great it campaign. It is a great campaign and it's a very talkable campaign. Again, it's, look, it's, it, for those who aren't aware or maybe live in the UK or you're listening abroad, uh, Lidl did this campaign and basically they did put this pink ball out that it was a lady ball. It's trending. Everyone was, it was talking about it. It was deliberately very sexist. It was deliberately sexist. They had Jared Brennan in the middle of two girls in stripper heels with tidy whitey shorts and a little pink top and given it like that it's light and lightweight and it's pink for the girls and so la 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 girl sport. But it was to highlight people identify women within sports and that they're not taken seriously when they're absolutely Take women's sports seriously. Yeah. athletes the same as men. Exactly, Clever. and uh, and in fairness to the to the, the LGFA, which is the Ladies Gaelic Football yes. Association, the biggest, most attended women's game in Europe again, over twenty five thousand people, bigger than the uh, women's FA Cup in England. So you know, it's a big, big it's thing. Huge. It's a great, big sport. Like, and they're amazing, by the way. They're they like, are amazing. But they're I was just... at the final, and holy Jesus, they're so much younger than the men, and it makes the game so much more or less physical, and makes it a they're much so uh, better game to watch. Yeah, actually. their skills are incredible. Yeah, yeah, but I love that you've been used as a demonstration I was of, trying uh, to find of the nonsense. Tweet. Here's this girl who lost her shit about a lady ball. I wasn't actually losing my shit about the lady ball. I was just losing my shit about Jerry Brennan. But I do that in general. Can I just say, in, in defence to Jerry Brennan, mm-hmm. now nobody's going to like this, maybe, but I like this because I have to say I've met. Chair Brennan a couple of times and day to day he's a lovely guy man to man lovely fella yeah lovely fella met his, met his uh, wife I think they're married now or they're getting married uh, very nice congratulations to them uh, congratulations to the both of them uh, I hope to have a great and all life and all, and all that together but I just I still can't get my head around why anyone would have voted no it was the most and you know that, that I've, I know it's a See? long time ago there's no point in going on about it now but it was the first time in Irish politics I ever saw a campaign that I thought was run deliberately on bad faith. Mm. Like, even though I think Enda Kenny and Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael Labour, Sinn Féin, all of them, as deranged and as deluded, I think they're all kind of... But I don't think any of them come from a position of bad faith. I think they honestly, genuinely, are trying to make the country a better place. Yeah. They just have maybe what I would believe is the wrong ideas. But what the fuck do I know? I talk bullshit spanners, for a living. Though. I'm a fucking clown. I don't know what I'm talking about. But that, that one <laughs> referendum... It was bad faith. They were, it was lies and nonsense and making shit up just to get your way because underneath it all, the message was, ah, oh, fuck your queers. Yeah. That was all it seemed to be. Be- I couldn't see any other logic than that. It was because, bigotry like. Yeah, it was homophobia like, and bigotry. That's adoption was, was already on. legal. All those things. It was, it was literally just about what two people wanted to do. I couldn't, I don't know. I could go on a rant about this all the time. I, yeah, uh, we, won't, we won't digress. Into, but like, that's I just it. wish I was gay. I do, I'm jealous. You're on. You're, I'm, I'm look, jealous. There's t- if you're gay and you're listening, you're homosexual and you're listening and you think that you can turn PJ. I'm fit to be turned. I'm ready to be turned. Are you? Are you uh, done? 
I see. I'm Even not though done. we can make yeast I and see. vaginas I'm not done. and bread. See, that's the thing. God damn it, you women! I love you. I will never be finished with you people. You, even if you're finished with me, I'm not finished with you. I will never be finished with you people. You like us too much. I do. I like. No, women are women are great. Women Aye, are you're great. all right most of the time. Most of the time. Most yeah. of the time. All the time. Most of the time. Most of the time, everybody's all right. We, and that just, do you know what? Again, we reiterate in the Dublin podcast, just be sounder to each other. Yeah. Just be sounder. And also, <laughs> is... tweet us and let us know if you listen and what you like about it. Yeah. Do you let us know, actually. And if you want us to talk about anything or you want to ask us any questions, we're always oh, open yeah, to Dublin ask podcast questions. Oh, yeah, gmail.com or tweet us. Come here. What's going on if you're 69 and you're famous? You're dead this year. This year is oh. trying to kill everybody that's 69. Like, you're 69, bang, dead. 67 thing was though yep. the other day I know but still at the start of the year Lemmy Glenn Frey Graham Fry. Lemmy 69 dead David Bowie 69 dead Alan Rickman 69 dead then uh, it's the 27 club all over again it's the 27 yes just now we live longer Yeah. in the 90s we died at 27 now we live to 69 well, no like a couple of years ago was, was Amy Winehouse she was 27 oh yeah 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 she yeah. was in 27 club. It's, it's actually it's generational there's been lots of 27s over every generation of music artists yeah can I just say I understand that if you you have people have a relationship with with music artists. I understand like you like you know Lemmy and you were like oh he's my hero of the week and la 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 whatever. And people have a relationship with them because they go through maybe a couple of years or generations of or decades of their music and they they were around for when they were kids like David Bowie like Bowie where people were with them from whatever age all the way through their lives. And yeah. I understand that. I understand they feel you know. They played an integral part of their lives. I get all of that. But the people who put up like they have personally lost their brother, father, best friend in Lemmy, David Bowie, uh, Glenn Frey, Fry, whichever way you say it. Um, I have to say it both ways. I heard someone having a freak attack on the radio yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. But, but all, of, all of those things that I'm like, I understand your sadness because it is a great loss to music and it is a great loss to the world because they're gone. But also... They're not your best friends. Yeah, but I know what they're saying. I get it. I know where they're coming from. Honestly, I do. Because it's music. Like, you only get one chance in your life to really hear music. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 16 years old and you got a broken heart. Or you're, oh, yeah. or you're 16 years old and something horrible happens like a mate dies. Or you're 16 years old and you get your first kiss. Or someone, you meet some girl that's like actually going to let you touch her on the knickers and you think you're in love and it's like holy shit and you'll hear a song and that, that song connects you I for the first time in your life to, to like you maybe your first feeling of being free or your first feeling of like being away not being with your family or you're, like you're starting to find your identity and all this music sort of tells you and sometimes it, like when you're a kid especially you hear this music and you think this fucking guy is reading my mind <laughs> He's reading my... He's telling me the thoughts I had. I didn't even know what fucking happened to him. He's like, they're doing what, like, you know, those pretend mind readers do. Yeah. And then you start, and you start to get this connection. Then you start to realise, I developed my personality listening to this guy's music or these people's music. And then when they die, it sort of... it Not only does it remind you that your heroes are human, which mm. is an awful fucking disappointment, big part of growing up, but it happens. Mm. It reminds you that you're fucking human, which is a bit of a shock. <laughs> And then yeah. you start to think it's a sense of loss. I get, I do get it. Like, I do get that well, you feel, even though you've never met this person, you do feel like they changed your life. Or, oh, sorry. I, I keep digress. <laughs> I digress. If Justin Bieber died tomorrow, I would probably feel like that. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm talking about, Suzanne. <laughs>
And you did that on purpose. Yeah, I did. I completely teed that up. I was I get getting it. all nostalgic. I get it. And do you know my favourite thing about music, exactly as you said there, I do. I actually just teed you up for that. I 100% get why people are so devastated over them. I just wanted to see your rant. Um, and they are so right to do it. And that is the magic of music is it makes you that passionate. It You're hurting you my feelings on purpose. <laughs> it makes you lose your shit. It's like... This used to be first... like therapy for me coming in here. I used to be like, I get to say all these things that I can't say on normal radio. I can come in and I can say words I want to say and talk with shit and now you're just playing with me now you're just making me look like a, an impassioned yeah. moron I'm like it's like a, it's going to be like Stockholm Syndrome yeah <laughs> I hear essentially <laughs> you're like I'm sorry for saying that but no I get it I 100% get it although you said something about Jay Bieber my Jay Biebs about yeah oh he was I watched his um Carpool karaoke. Uh, carpool karaoke. Because I'm doing something very similar for Lidl, actually. I'm doing something very similar for them at the moment. For Lidl? For Lidl. Because um, you yeah, are Yeah, I always doing... thought it was Lidl. It is Lidl, apparently. They yeah. told me. They're officially, I've of been told. Of course they did. They're Lidl, like, yeah. uh, for, as an official spokesperson for Lidl, I uh, just want to let you know that it's Lidl. Although, guess what? What? In the north and You're in not, I'm not. Britain, <laughs> uh, uh, they call it, they still call it, it's Lidl. But they've only made an allowance to call it Lidl over there because they just wouldn't say it the proper way so they says oh just give them a little bit have they had a little walk around Dublin and like shown people their logo and gone saying that people like I think, little yeah they think we're going to come around eventually I'd say it is tell me about your thing that you're doing for carpool karaoke well I'm not doing uh, just to say you're Bieber sorry I was shutting sorry, you off yes. again I keep talking so much shit I'm really sorry I'm in, a, I'm in a real ranty day I've got too much energy today but yeah I saw Good. I saw I, I've always knocked Bieber a little bit. Here's all my ranting about being nice to people. I've always slagged Bieber off until I saw Except his Willie and I thought it was exceptional. It is. A thing of beauty. I'm so gay in the podcast today. But uh, then I... Nothing s- wrong with it. Nothing wrong Safe with it. Safe circle. It's just like an observation, right? Uh, I'll be on Grinder before we're finished. And oh, then- let's get you on Grinder. <sighs> Anyway, go on. Let's get you on Tinder. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm already self-conscious enough. I already don't like myself enough. Why did you uh, not swipe right? Yeah, yeah, no, way. Jesus, can you imagine? I'm trying to just be... Psychologically, like, I wouldn't be able for Tinder. Go on. No, I wouldn't be. No, I wouldn't. Oh, God anyway. Almighty. But yeah, I saw him on a carpool karaoke with James Corden. Yeah. Came across as quite a nice dude. He came across very fun, very normal, having a bit of a laugh. Exactly. Uh, the whole dressing up in each other's clothes. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Exactly. I enjoyed it. Again, I was There's looking two at... two of them. Did you watch the two of them? No, I only saw two. one. Yeah, I did two. Oh, right. I only saw the one. So you go. Just shows you how, well, I like, how what a judgmental little shit I was being. But there you go. We're all assholes sometimes, Suzanne Kane. kettle. Um, sorry, Lidl. What are you doing with carpool karaoke? I it's do the same know kind of thing. Because the... Lidl, basically, you know, Lidl have their own version of pretty much everything. Of course they do. Be it a Hoover, be it a wetsuit, be it a, a wetsuit. A wetsuit. <laughs> it's not actually a wetsuit, it's a wetsuit. A wet, yeah. And may not keep water out. Well, there you go, there's a perfect example. Maybe you get a wetsuit, but in Lidl you get a wetsuit. Maybe you go down to get a toothbrush in your chemist, you get a toothbrush in Lila. Toothbrush, yeah. So they did their own version of everything. So yeah. this is their kind of, it's their version of that. Although you can't, of course, we can say it here, but generally you couldn't say it was the same thing because people go, ah! you know, probably got branding issues and I'm all sure that. I'm sure they probably would. Uh, here we can say whatever the fuck we like. But uh, so it's the same, it's their version of something else again. So are, and w- it's me. what part do you play? I'm in the car driving them around, singing along to the songs. Can it's, you drive? I can. Like a car. I can drive a car. I can drive a car. I can drive... Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm actually a shitty driver, but I can do it. <laughs> I passed the test. Well, I, yeah, but a lot of us passed the test. Like, ten, like if I had to do my uh, my driving test now, there is... You could be sure as shit I wouldn't pass. No, not a hope. No, I, why I, are you touching yourself on your chest? Oh, I don't know. I got Weird. comfortable. I Sorry. didn't know I was rubbing um, my nipples. Uh, I definitely wouldn't pass. Okay, so 
you're going to have celebrities in the car with you and then you do carpool karaoke. Yeah, it's just a bit of crack. Right, who have you had? in? What car have you got? Oh, I don't know. It's a Volkswagen. I'm sure Volkswagen probably gave you the car. The marketing people no, at Volkswagen are like... It's or Lidl's it just a... car. It's Lidl's company car. Oh. It's a Volkswagen something. I used to work for Volkswagen. Did you? I worked for Volkswagen Group Ireland. They're kicking ass. Did you see that today? The elevations. Uh, yeah, but you see it, nobody cares. No, 78.8% said they would buy another one. Shit. They don't give a shit. Yeah. And they look after uh, Volkswagen, Audi, Seat, yeah. and Skoda. All the brands. They should and change their I thing. I was just lost there. Going high is that story. Get Loads rid of Vorsprung Dork technique and just say, We like to watch the world burn for your performance. <laughs> <laughs> Volkswagen. Anyway, Volkswagen. Burning down um, the world. I had a German boss and I went into my and I was like, Oh, um, listen, I'm going to Vegas. He's like, Wiggles, wow. That was the only sound thing he ever said. He hated me the rest of the time. Fact. That's not libelous. That's just fact. Man, hated me. Wasn't too fond of him myself. Yeah. Um, and again, tired of all the Germans with the one brush based on him. Uh, right, back to the Lidl. Oh yeah, yeah. Summits. So I'm just in the car driving people around and we're singing songs. Mark McCabe doing Maniac 2000. So you had to rap with Mark McCabe because he only has one song. You see, a lot of the artists that you're like, Mark McCabe. I mean, it's very Irish, isn't it? It's brilliant. Who have we got? Mark McCabe. I know, see this thing. And Hometown, Louis Walsh's new boy band. And Bewitched. Well, Bewitched is incredible. Right, that's what we were singing. The last time Hometown were dead on. They seem really, really nice. Lovely young What about, we should have had Key West. I love Key West. Oh, don't you scared the shit out of me. Go on. One of the lads from Hometown, he's in the van. We're singing away, we're messing, we're talking shit. Oh, sorry, in the car. Beg your pardon, sorry. Uh, We're singing along, we're messing, we're having a bit of crack. What's Hometown song? Um, What did they sing? I've forgotten it already. Um, I've forgotten it. I I knew three of them yesterday. Three hometown songs. I had to learn three of them, yeah. That is amazing. They should have had um, Key West, by the way, because I love Key West. So be- if you ever on Grafton Street, go and watch Key West because they're incredible. But, uh, they made yeah, my heart but one happy. of them was in the back of the car. I was singing, having a laugh. And then he says, uh, My mother likes your stuff. I was like, That's gas. What age is your ma? 36. His ma's 36. Yeah, I'm four years older than his mother. Four years older than the I'm mother a year younger than of his a ma. kid that's in a boy band. The night we met. Oh Where yeah, belong official. Yeah, all of those. Which like, one? Uh, both of those. I know both of those. If you play both of those, I'd be able to sing along to the choruses Are you sure? anyway. Yeah. Too late. Oh, I'm honest. I forgot it. love. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ahead was the night we met. Do they look for you to be the sixth no. member. There is six of them. I would have been the seventh. <laughs> So there you go. Now, you haven't a clue what you're talking about, Suzanne King. I don't. <laughs> um, right, Maniac 2000, which is it. the greatest song. I missed it. I was too old for it. I missed it. And uh, now everyone in the world knows it. So I was it? literally the only single person in the world that doesn't know, or not in the world, in Ireland, that doesn't know the lyrics to Maniac 2000. I was so excited for you to do this and you didn't know the lyrics. I hadn't like... a clue. I hadn't a clue. But I have to say, lovely fella, again, had a great bit of crack with him and all. But uh, I hadn't a clue of the song. Couldn't learn it. Like it's easy to learn boy band music. Here we That's go. That's it. We bring this one to you. Ready? I don't know it. Come on. Move to the groove. Get your hands up in the air. Ready? Oh yeah. Ah, you ready? Yeah, huh? I couldn't learn it. It was very, very hard to learn. It's very easy to learn boy band music because it's like jingles. So I was like learning a jingle. Mm. So I was like, only the crumbliest flake is chocolate. And then <laughs> you learn boy band music. It's kind of the same crack. So I have to learn to be witch songs. And it's like, you know, I'll huff. Oh, we did that at the start. Yeah. I'll puff, I'll huff, I'll puff, I'll blow you away. Cocoa pops, corn flakes. There. You know, you can put anything in. 
Yeah. I have a new idea. Brilliant. Had it just a second. Fat tribute bands. So instead of ABBA, you get Flabba. So you get four huge uh, people and you send them out like uh, for parties, corporate gigs and stuff. Flabba. And they'd be like, you know, do they change their songs? No, they do the song straight up, but okay. it's, a, it's like um, a large version. Something with large. Like super a, size. Yeah, so a super size version of a like band. Fat That. Fat That. Fantastic. That's a really good one. Fat so, Direction. Fat Direction. Or One Fat. One Fat Direction. No, just One Fat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Five young lads. What's the One Direction song? The famous One Direction song. Which one? I mean, I can go through. It's oh, Drag Me Down. I only know one of them. I only know one of them. God, I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, Fat Tributes. If anyone out there wants to be in my Fat Tribute band. I thought you were in Fat Camp, so you're trying not, I thought you were trying to lose weight. I am, yeah. Although, it's gas. I'm at this sort of crossroads at the minute because I've, I've, uh, I dropped the jean size. So I'm down from me. I did. Okay, and how are your periods? Okay. Oh, God oh, almighty. Jean size. Give me a break. Uh, I dropped the jean size. So I was a 34. Look. See how baggy they are now. All right, so I'm down to 32. Right. But I haven't lost a pound. So figure that one out. So you're losing inches, not so fat. Losing inches, but no weight at all. Like okay. I'm bang on what I was two weeks ago, but I've lost the jean size. So are you carrying a lot of fluid or water or tanting or something? Poop or something. Have I a don't poop. Know. I'll have a poop. But then someone told me before, and I don't know if it's true or not. I can't see how it could possibly be true. But they said if you have a poop and you weigh yourself, you're heavier than you were before the poop. So it's like, I don't know. I thought you're lighter after poop. Is that not? It makes sense. I know. I don't know if this is true or not. This is unfounded nonsense that somebody told me. Okay, but so this isn't diet. Like, look, I've had arguments with lads. I, do you know that I stopped drinking for seven years, right? I do. I stopped drinking for seven it. years because I was in a pub one day. I was sitting in a pub one day. Mm-hmm. And two of my friends who shall remain nameless, they were in the pub with me. Ed and John. Uh, no, it wasn't. No, because <laughs> there is an Ed and a John oh, and it was neither of them. <laughs> uh, and they were in the pub and what, they were having an argument. About the moon. Right? And one of them was going, well, I'm telling you, you can run around the moon on a day. You can. The moon is only the same as from here to we're close back. Now, you'd have to be fit, but you could do it. And the other lad was saying, no, you couldn't. The moon is huge. It's like half the size of Africa or something. You'd never get around it in a day. And uh, then the other guy that was with us just says, listen, stupid argument, calm down. If you're trying to run around the moon, you float away. It's a moot point. And that's, I never drank for seven years. <laughs> I was so upset with time-wasting arguments. I found myself quite impassioned about. Is that not the best thing about being drunk? Maybe it is. Having said arguments and going. Maybe it is, but I can't drink anymore. I'm such a lightweight. Are you, are you, totally, Christ, are you staying off the drink or what's the diddly do? I'm having one or two little ones here and so there. But just have a little every yeah, moderation. Because I can't drink. I'm really like I'm the ultimate lightweight. Like the ultimate lightweight. Well, ultimate. to be honest with you, I was out on Saturday night and I don't want to brag, but... Uh, Put a, put a fair few well uh, beverage away. Uh, it was did. hanging on uh, Sunday morning. <laughs> I had three glasses of rosé and half a cocktail. And what? I'm an absolute lightweight. I, I, I love to go out and have a cocktail. I love to go out and have a drink. I like a glass of wine. It's just I am absolutely a lightweight. And may I point out that I had dinner with those as well. So I should have put a good foundation of food down that I could drink more but no two glasses of wine dinner glass yeah. of wine after dinner and a cocktail I was like there's nice girl blast nice last I woke up on Sunday I was like Joey take the child <laughs> yeah save yourself uh, at least I don't have to wake up to a screaming house uh, thank god I don't have to wake up for a screaming house can I ask you a question of course I can I have a big question for you right? because oh, yeah. I had this argument yesterday oh, with Damien you know Damien Damien Farley had Who an you argument do a radio show with and uh, the argument that comes up every year it's just started again this year mm-hmm. Good Friday Pubs yeah. open, pubs closed. Mm-hmm. 
I'm asking you. What do you think? Oh, closed. Ah, what are you on about? Why now? now What's your on. basis? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a second here, right? Don't ask me my opinion on a question when you've already decided that it's wrong. I Let's did. start with that. I actually because... was looking for support. I thought you might agree with me at first change. You know what? I couldn't give a shit whether they open or they close. It's, it will make... Christianity will not be affected whether the pubs are open or closed. That's what I would have said. Do you but, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, so, like, yeah. But, you know, I just think about people who work in, in the pub industry and go, they could get very little time off. They get Christmas Day and they get Good Friday. Leave them. If you want to go and drink, go and check in on to a hotel, go to the airport or go on a boat. They are the three wise men of drinking on on Good Friday. You've learned them from the time you were young enough to go drinking. Follow the rules. I don't want to get on a fucking boat to have a pint on Friday. Go to the airport. I don't want to go to the airport. I just want to have a pint. Like anybody else, like any normal person. Like, but like what? Day, one day won't kill you. Like we buy I know, alcohol. Why do you care? On Holy Thursday in this country, we buy alcohol. Like honestly, that it will never be that God has banished all alcohol from our being forever. It's not. You just can't get in and buy alcohol for twenty four hours. But we buy enough alcohol. It's like Christmas. Buy enough alcohol to get us through basically the next six months. Yeah, I know. But and they might even have a can. Well, this is the thing because I think that Good Friday actually encourages binge drinking. Because people go mental on the Thursday then. And through the Friday no, if they had to can't go mental on Holy Thursday because the pubs close the trial. But also this year's different. This year's different. Because this Why? year we have, uh, there's a football match on. Yeah, so but there's been events on, on Good Friday before. There I was know. a football match a couple of years ago on Good I Friday. I know, but it's not fair. Switzerland are playing Ireland. Swiss people Shut are going to come over. There was over. an Ireland match a couple of years ago on Good Friday and people had this whole hoo-ha about it being able to buy alcohol. Shut up. They're not shut up. They're coming on their holidays. Those people, those they're not sw- coming on their holidays from Switzerland. If they're coming to watch a football match, they're not coming on a holiday. It's it a is. city break. It's well, it's a, it's a, you're going on a holiday. All those Switzers are coming over from so Switzerland. They're coming over to go to the match to go the Irish pub experience. That's pretty much the reason a lot right, of people come. Got all day Thursday, they can do it. They can chill out before the match and be ready they for the match. They want to do it on the day of the match, and then on Saturday morning they can get up and head off to Guinness for a tour. That's ah, nonsense. They can drink in their hotel. And then here's another reason. If it's you were Easter smart, you'd have a you'd 2016. Have... Good Friday happens Easter 2016. Mm-hmm. It's the weekend of celebrating 100 years of the rising. And now people are saying you can't even go for a drink. You can't even celebrate your independence with a drink in a pub. I heard year. that's how Devil Era would have wanted it. Also, can we just talk very quickly Never about him. how I... Yeah, I didn't... Anyway, um, I was watching Rebellion the other night and just like... I, 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 I honestly, Yeah, I said... Because it's, it's a version of the 1916 Rising. It's not very factually correct. So it's just a drama yeah, around... Yeah, it's just a drama, yeah. Like, once you take time. that into consideration... You have all these people on Twitter going, this is absolute... It's like, no, it's a drama-based loosely around the night. It's not for a bottom of what happened in the night because we can't recreate that. The 1916 celebrations, I know we talked about them before, but there's talk that they're moving the spire. So for those who don't know, there's a big, huge, huge, big monument in the middle of O'Connell Street. It's going to cost half a million from an economy that can't scratch itself. And they're just, it's as odd, like that, if you ever wanted to explain to somebody, you know when someone goes, it's real Irish. That is exactly case and point of, of real Irish well it's not you're just moving the furniture Would so you can you have a party shut up if you were in London and the Queen was having one of her yearly things that she has they don't move the big fa- fountain in the middle of the thing go no um, no lads we'll need that for more space for the Queen they, they just work around it but in Ireland yeah but she's just an old granny that might somebody, on occasion shite herself in the back of a carriage somebody, this is a once in a hundred years 
Somebody somewhere is scratching their head going, that's great, lads. What do we get? Do you know what we're going to do with that? We'll move it. All right, fair enough. It took us whatever amount of time to put the thing up. And now we've just, it's like the time. Well, it's in three pieces. It's easy to move. It's not. It easy. is. It costs half a million. That's not e- That's not Lego. It's not just a quick move of the furniture. It's half a million pounds to move. Just work around. The, it's like work around it. But it's because it's it'll block the view. Of what? There's Patrick's Day parades every year. They work around the fucking spot. I, do, I honestly, it's as Irish. I'm all for no. the celebrations. I do whatever agree. you want to do. They're moving the furniture. Shut up. To it's have a, a party. It's a half a million worth. We have money to scratch ourselves. We're still paying Angela back. Does Angela know about this? Because I'm telling you, if someone tells her <laughs> we're spending half a million on moving a piece of furniture, she'd be like, you can get absolutely. She'd be over in her Volkswagen. Boxer. Well, well I've, got a greater, I've got a great solution then. You take it down, mm-hmm. 250000 which I assume is half the cost, and you just throw it into the Liffey. With the rest of the shit yeah, that we Yeah, with the built. rest of the shit. <laughs> Nobody likes the fucking thing anyway. Like, it's, the, it's in the middle of the most junky infested part of the entire it's city. And they get to share one big needle between them all. <laughs> it's the greatest disaster needle share program of all time in the history of the world. It was we like, ne- what's needle sharing mean in Ireland? Well, they gave them one between the lot of them. And it's about 300 feet tall. We don't think things through. Like, genuinely, there's, I don't, I've never met anybody who's come over to Ireland and gone, you know what I really like? I really like that big giant metal Nobody thing in the it. middle of, uh, like, and people go, even they go to me, what is, like, what does the spire, like, what, what does does it symbolise? Nothing. It's just a spike. I have no idea. Somebody somewhere went, I think it could have been in the good times, went, we've a rake of money and we need to do something with it. Sure, fuck it. Build a big spire. No, there was a... Uh, you I had know to, there was a reason behind no, it. No, there wasn't. No, it was just loads of people. They was they took commissions. So loads of artists, like hundreds of them, could put commission ideas what yeah. they wanted to go in that spot. Because that's where Nelson's Pillar was. Yeah. Uh, and, no, they, they, yeah. and they blew up, the IRA blew up Nelson's Pillar. Mm-hmm. Not a window smashed on a country, and then the uh, Free State Army went to blow up the stump and blew the fuck out of the whole road. And then they built, they wanted something Irish. in that spot, and uh, they got submissions from artists all over. I'm sure we could have done better. And like. the spike was the best thing to come up with, and nobody likes the spike. I Neil could. Delamere had a great thing, though. He says you could make the spike instantly the most lovable uh, monument anywhere in Europe if you just stuck a giant cocktail sausage on the top of it. It'd be deadly, that wouldn't it? It's actually clever. It'd be deadly. It's so Irish. All of that is just so Irish. It just drives. I'm just like, don't. I just look at you, so Irish, so Irish. There's nothing I'm, wrong I'm, with being I'm Irish. I'm the most proud Irish person in the world. I just, I'm telling you, I just fucking half a million to move it because it's in the way of the party. It's I'm all for it. I'm Irish, absolutely all for it. It's only once every hundred years you move the furniture, put it back where it was. Hundred years. Great. Oh yeah, well when you're pissing and moaning that we've no money in this country in a couple of months time, I'll remind you. I don't piss and moan about you that. Do. I'm delighted we've no money. We were never, never good at money. money. <laughs> Here, I have a quiz for you. Do you want to okay. do a quiz? Yeah, I'll do a quiz. Because I think this is really Before you. we fall out. There's a new two euro out today actually. Yeah, I know, with yeah. the 1916 and fucking Jesus. Go on, go on. Jesus, you're as patriotic as an ant. I am very patriotic. I don't need a coin or a moving spike for me to know that I'm Irish and to be proud of where I'm from. I'm fr- I'm so proud of the people of, that we send all across, that we build the fucking world. And, built a spike. Yeah, and the world. And, you know, whatever. I'm proud of all, I'm proud of the music we send all ah. over the world, except for Bono. I apologise for him. Ah. He, he got out through the cracks because he's so small. The Cuban heels. <laughs> Guess I'm not making your hero of the week then. Who's your hero of the week? I don't know. Do you have one? 
Uh, I actually didn't. It was hard, very hard week to pick one, to be honest, because everybody this week just ended up dead. Oh, I do have one. And I'm not doing three dead people in a row. No, I do have one. Um, my hero of the week is, you know, the way we always talk about family, you can't pick your family. You can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family. Well, that is yeah. so true for oh, Niall from One Direction. Because his brother, Greg, is an absolute holy show. So he's my hero of the week. Because there's always one lunatic in your family um, that kind of makes a bit of a show of you. But when you're in the biggest boy band in the world and your brother's on Twitter being an absolute loot bag. And is he gas? Or what's uh, the, no, what's he the just one? gives it like he had a beckon breakdown on Twitter going, you don't talk to me, Niall. Biggest boy around the world, multimillionaire. So the brother's kind of cashing in on this, you could say, right? Because he had a kid and like wanted to do like a commemorative coin for his kid's birth that One Direction fans could buy. And like, <laughs> he's my hero of the week just because he's batshit crazy. Yeah, fair play to him. Yeah, I like I him. I like it. I also like whoever the person was this week that decided Conor McGregor should not be on a two euro coin. Uh, because, you know, it just you need to be dead. Your first qualification for being on a coin should be dead. Dead. If you're not dead, no coin. David Bowie coin, no problem. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, who else would be on a coin that's been dead this week? Lemmy coin. A Lemmy Sterling coin. Absolutely. Nice, yeah. No, no problem. But a Conor McGregor coin, he's still doing it. You can't be alive and be on a coin. It's like you can't be alive and be a famous artist. There's certain things you need to be dead to achieve, and I think being on a coin is one of them. I would just think the Conor McGregor on anything. I'm just, I'm conflicted on, but he shouldn't have a statue and he shouldn't have a coin. That was all, that all happened. It was Conor McGregor coin, Conor McGregor statue and a lady ball. It was too much in one day. Too much in one day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't really have... Have you got any animal facts? Really. Because it would seem terrible if, if we finished and we didn't have an animal fact for today. Animal facts. Animal facts. As if I don't I have enough shit to facts. do today. <laughs> animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Yeah, here we go. Animal fact of the day. <laughs> did you? Oh. I had a question to ask you about an animal, so you can tell me after. Okay, right. Did I do what did I do last week as animal facts? Dogs yawning, was it? Did I do dogs yawning? No, I don't think. Did I not do dogs yawning? No. Okay, well here's another animal fact. I'm gonna give you two great animal facts. Today. Okay. Did you know that when you yawn, you know that yawns are contagious? Yes. So if I yawn and uh, you have any sort of giving a shit in life at all, you right. yawn as well. Yeah. Uh, your dog will also catch a yawn. So you can give your dog contagious yawns. No way. You can, absolutely. Can and you fake it? And then they go, <sighs> Yeah, you, you can. can do that yeah. with infants. You can, you can definitely do it. And did you know a newborn Chinese water deer is the size of your hand? And did you also know... <laughs> I don't know what a water deer is. I love is. dogs for animals. I know. And did you know a gorilla? If you get a, a flu... Or if you get like, um, you know, a cold, uh-huh. you can give it to a gorilla. It's the only um, sickness that transfers directly from humans to animals is a flu or a cold from a human to a gorilla. Well, that's that's why we all got my cow and bird flu. Does that not make sense? No, but that's the, that, see, the bird isn't suffering with the flu. You get the flu from the bird, but the bird's walking around the ground. It's like chlamydia. Bird flu is like chlamydia. So you might not know you have it. You might be just wandering around, pecking away, just being a bird. And then one day someone goes, you have to give me the flu. Oh, yeah, I don't even have to. Too late. Head off. Snack box. Gone. Right? It's like uh, the other ones. What was the... the it's like... Um, I can't even think of the other ones. doesn't even matter. But you can give a gorilla the flu. You can give a gorilla the flu. Oh, so we can humans can transmit it to the to, animal to the gorilla. rather than then them you coming the other way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you, got you it. just hang around the zoo, just like wiping your dirty. You could give, yeah, you can make them sick. So if you're going into the zoo and the gorilla's there and it's like, all right, Mr. Gorilla, and the kid sneezes just in gorillas. the face. Yeah, just gorillas. Yeah, doesn't work with other uh, other animals. Well, Even though there's new macaques in the zoo, I'm dying to see the new macaques well, in see, the zoo. See, that's an, another thing for people who don't necessarily who are who are not pro zoo. It'd be like kids. They are walking 
germ buckets. I know. So if you're or if gorillas. You, so if you have a gorilla working for you or something and he calls in sick, it's actually possible. Suggest. Yeah, completely. That's why Cadbury's <laughs> had to get rid of the one with the drums. Yeah, Louis Walsh gave him the flu. <laughs> Louis Walsh would give you the flu. What have they gotten to them A macaque. There's new baby macaques. I don't know what a macaque is. It's an ape. Is it a monkey? No, it's an ape. A monkey has a tail. <laughs> Did you not know that? Okay, here we go. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Monkeys have tails. Apes have no tails. So, uh, so what's a monkey? Has a t- He's a fucking <laughs> ape with a tail. A little one. A little... An ape doesn't have a tail. An ape doesn't have a tail. But then he's not... Monkey's not an ape if he has it. A monkey understand. isn't a fucking ape. No more than a dog is a cat. You're not listening to me. <laughs> a, a monkey and an ape. They're different animals. You just said a monkey was an ape a second ago. No, it didn't. He's not fucking listening. <laughs> and the monkey has... A monkey's the little fucker with a tail. A little fucker with a tail. An ape is larger. He's no tail. He's got that thing that looks like a leatherette he bought in Ikea. Stitched to his arse. That's an ape. <laughs> Chimps, <laughs> macaques, baboons... Orangutans, apes. Are they um, the big ones? They're the big are ones. Chimps big. Chimps they're are monkeys. They go hanging off trees. And am I right? They're, they're the not bones. monkeys. Yeah, they're not monkeys. They're, they're in apes. the same monkey house as the rest of the monkeys. They're not. They're not. They don't put apes in monkey houses. Why? Because they don't. They're fucking different animals. They don't. You don't do. Look, I don't know why. Can they I don't. Not get along? Mother of Jesus. I don't know. Well, I was going to say you can't mix animals, but in the Africa part of the zoo, they have the giraffes in with the. Uh, Elephants? With the, no, they don't. No, no, the elephants have their own. The encounter. giraffes mixed with what is it they were mixed with? They're in mixed with other ah oh, two other fucking things. Oh, you have me confused now. Animal facts is ruined because of you. You well, ruined animal facts. If you wanted to do this, Jesus, you need to. I got one fucking bit in this podcast and I can go on with like shows that I know something and you wrecked it by confusing me about monkeys. So what are what is like is a monkey like a you know like fishes are mammals or things like that. Fish aren't mammals. Fish are fish. Mammals, fish aren't mammals. A dolphin is a mammal because he needs to come up for air. Fish don't, fish they aren't mammals. Out. Okay, and that's what I'm trying to get yeah. you to explain. So fishies are fish. Mammals are fish that are underwater but come up for air. No, not so always. So monkeys are apes. <laughs> oh, not all. Oh, Jesus. We're going to need an hour of animal facts. Next week's episode 14 of the Dublin podcast will be all animal no, facts. Won't. And what Suzanne Kane doesn't know about animals. I was going to ask you about the life expectancy of a parrot. I wouldn't have Apparently, a parrots live. According to the kids' television program that my son was watching the other day, uh, apparently, a parrot lives to be 101. Well, I don't know how, you know, how correct factually it is because also it was followed by a pig who has friends that all talk. So. Yeah. I think you were watching Peppa or something. Peppa was on after. I'll tell you one story. The only thing I know about parrots is you have to watch them. They're bastards. That's the only thing I know about parrots. And this is actually a true story as well. A friend of mine, Fingless. Did I ever tell you this story about the funeral? (laughs) Did I ever tell you this? A friend of mine, Fingless, right? Uh, She had a parrot. Her mother. She lived with her mother because her mother was sick. Right? She took the parrot to the house. And herself and... Her mother was very sick. She had this uh, pulmonary fibrosis. You know that is the disease of the lungs. Eventually, she lost all her energy. She couldn't move. She had a very bad cough. She's in the bed upstairs, and uh, all day, like she'd ask Tina to help her. So she'd be like, "Tina," and she'd like call Tina, and then she'd cough. So like, "Tina." <coughs> this went on for months and months and months. She gradually deteriorated over months, and then after a while, poor woman died. Right? Typical Dublin family. Uh, they decided they do it the traditional way. Walked the body. From the church to the house. Uh-huh. Or no, the other way. From the house to the church. Yeah. So they had to wake in the house. Yeah. And they're all there in the house and the whole lot. And uh, the coffin is in the corner. And the fucking parrot decides to start going. 
Tina! The exact voice of the woman in the box. Tina! <coughs> As they put the box, the top on the coffin to take her out of the house, the parrot's going, Tina! <coughs> Tina! Unbelievable, right? Now, my buddy who's married to this woman, he told me this story. I was like, that is unbelievable. What a oh, smart don't... parrot. And you know what he said? He isn't a smart parrot. He's an immature bastard. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's a dead parrot. No, no, no. And, and then there was another parrot in Tala, a buddy of mine, Ryan Skelton. He used to, he knows this parrot. This parrot is still alive and well. He's another sneaky bastard, right? And you know the way you'd be in the house and like you'd be leaving the house and you'd be like, Mom going out, right? Ma going out, right? He memorised all the kids' voices. So he'd be there. He'd be like, Ma going out, yeah. Ma going out, yeah. Ma going out. And then the ma come down and get the fright of her life. They're all sitting watching telly because the parrot was just fucking with her. Fucking with her. And he'd me- memorised her phone. So, like, you know, like, diddly, 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 whatever. He'd memorised the ringtones. And he'd just piss, mess with her all the time, just doing the phone noise. I like the cut of their jib. Yeah, don't trust the parrot. Don't trust the parrot. Don't trust the monkey. Don't trust the parrot. Don't trust the dog's bite and the bear's hug. Those are my animal facts. Thank you. <laughs> We're back next week. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> and uh, just a, a, an update. Uh, China Terry, I'm going to go and see him tomorrow. I can't believe. I don't even know. I can't believe it's still going to China Terry. I, I have can't. to go and just see what happens. Oh, I can't If you don't know who China Terry is, episode 13. Yeah, listen to episode 13 to hear all the details of China Terry and then you'll hear how uh, Suzanne's glue-like blood will be flowing free as a Chinese river tomorrow. It's a medical thing. <laughs> See you next we week. begin tomorrow, by the way. It could take up to 13 weeks. So. Of course it could, yeah. Jesus, well worth the money. Peace and love. Might as well stick your thumb in your bottom. I said it then and I'll say it now. <laughs> Why are you taking your shoes off? Because my toe is fucking hurting me. I have an awful... You're very angry. Like, I just said, I know why have t- you taken <laughs> your fucking kicks off and you're having an absolute shit fit at me? My toe is real sore. You cut your toenails, you knacker. No, it's not that. I think it's an ingrown. I think I'm going to have to get an ingrown. I think I'm going to have to go and get the feet done. Oh, what are they called? Podiatrists? Um, Shropodist. What's a podiatrist? I don't know. You see them, but your thumb boot up your hole. It's when your children are sick, is it? Podiatrist. <laughs> oh, that's a pediatric. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs>